Jared, what's your favorite club to hit? Driver, full send. Welcome back to another episode of the Full Send Podcast, the inside look at life on the PJ Tour with Jared Wolf and I'm Trey Griggs. Thanks for joining us today. Jared coming to us from Jacksonville, Florida, getting ready for the Corn Ferry Tour Finals. Jared, what's up, brother? Trey, how's it going, man? Doing great, man. Doing really well. How's everything in Jacksonville? The sun is shining, getting ready for uh, upcoming events. You got three events coming up. How you, how's everything going down there? Everything's good, man. Just getting prepped up. Uh, you know, going through going through some of the golf courses, hitting them, hitting some of the shots on the range that I'm going to be hitting the next few weeks. Just kind of getting everything everything lined up. Yeah, and, and this is definitely a different experience now because the PGA Tour season has ended. Moving into the Corn Ferry Tour Finals, you've been here before, you've played these courses before. It's completely different than what you've experienced all year because you've been learning, for the most part, learning new courses, courses you've never played before. And now you're able to go on to courses you've been on before, you've had success on before. What's the mindset right now going to these three tournaments? Um, you know, where, where's your game at? I think you made, you made a good point. Um, I'm, I'm excited about it. For one, the game's, game's good. The game's been really good the last um, month or so. And it's, uh, it's starting to show itself on the golf course. And um, I think the work I'm doing this week is going to accelerate that a little bit, trying to work on, you know, gameplay, what I'm thinking about over the ball, um, you know, shot shapes, et cetera, uh, kind of getting more into the playing mode than uh, still thinking swing thought. So I'm excited about it. And also, you know, like I said, I know these golf courses, uh, I've played them. I played them three, I think three times each now, like or three, three events each. Um, and, you know, so I know the golf courses, uh, I, I don't have to do as much uh, prep work you know, for that, which would be, which would be nice. Yeah. So we've got the, uh, the Pinnacle Bay championship right now to determine who the top 25 are going to be on the corn Ferry tour. One through 75 are going to join numbers 126 through 200 from the PGA tour this year in the FedEx cup points list for, uh, for those three events. And then the top 25 will earn their card back uh, along the tour next year. Um, and you got, you got uh, the Boise Open coming up. You got the Nationwide Children's Hospital Championship and then the Corn Ferry Tour Championship uh, that's going to be at Victoria National Golf Club in Newburgh, Indiana. So you're going to be playing with guys you played with this year on the tour, the 126 through 150s. You're going to be playing with the guys that had a great year on Corn Ferry from one, from 1 to 75. And a lot of guys that you know, it's going to be a little bit of a kind of a reunion in some ways. Um, what are you looking forward to most in the next three weeks? Well, I'd say I'd say I'm looking forward to the most is you know, just the opportunity to get get my tour card back. You know, uh, not everybody that played this year gets to. I got a couple friends that unfortunately missed out on that uh, top 200. And, and honestly, if it wasn't for you know a lot of the the live stuff going on, I, I, I myself would have missed out. So you know, I'm just I'm just grateful and excited that I have a chance to get that card back. You know, in the in these three events and. And as much as I'd like to just, you know, get it over with in the first event, finish top, you know, top seven, I think your top eight is the, is the, is the typical fail safe. Um, you know, just do that in the first event and say we're good. Uh, I, I'm expecting, you know, I'm expecting to have to make a putt on 18 in Evansville. 
uh, you know, the last end of the year to to do it. So I'm, I'm prepping for all the scenarios. And um, so I'm just, you know, the other thing too is, like I said, the game has been getting so much better uh, that I, I'm just excited to go play. Like, uh, I know what's on the line. I know what it's for. I know all that. But honestly, I'm just, I'm happy that I've got somewhere to play for the next three weeks. Yeah. And it's, and it's exciting. I'm curious to know your thoughts about this. It's exciting to get to do that. Having the taste of the PGA Tour now, how do you handle the immense desire to stay out there with just knowing it's a shot at a time and not, you know, not worry about the results, let them take care of themselves? What's that like in your mind, you know, trying to balance those two things out? Well, I think it's, I've had a lot of, practice this year seeing how unfruitful and how unproductive it is for me to think about other things than just one shot at a time you know or just one target or or whatever I'm doing you know all year it's been feeling more like I need to play well I want to finish this way I want to I'm going to go make a bunch of birdies All, all those things will happen if you do everything else right and so I'm looking forward to you know, to, to like I said, kind of having a different, a lot better mindset going into these three. And, um, but also knowing too, like it just, I know I can get back out on the PGA Tour. I know it can be done. And I know that I've got the game and the talent to do it. So, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can to get myself in that position to get back out there. But also, like you said too, I, just knowing how much fun the PGA Tour was and how, ready I am to go out there again and play way better and to, to you know, have even more fun uh, is extra motivation to take these three events so serious. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be incredible to watch. It's going to be exciting. And, you know, watching somebody like uh, Drew Hill and Kim win at the, uh, you know, Wyndham Championship, starting with a quadruple bogey. I don't know too many players that would win a tournament with a quadruple bogey and it's just showing that patience. And, you know, that's something I've also seen you develop this year is, Hey, bogeys are going to happen from time to time. A bad swing is going to happen from time to time. A bad break might happen from time to time, but staying patient and just plodding along one shot at a time. Uh, I think that's been a huge improvement uh, in, in just the mental game for you this year. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. Yeah, I would agree with that. A hundred percent. It's like I said, I've had a lot of practice of, of unfortunately of seeing bad shots, seeing things go wrong and, 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 you know, being in terms with, the, with what I think is the right mindset and knowing that it's not afterwards. And, uh, so I, I'm, I'm very optimistic. I, I, I played well these last three weeks. Uh, you know, I saw the three in, I was playing good. Um, you know, if I had Sunday over again, I, I would change a couple of things. The more I've thought about it in the last few weeks and, you know, and then Rocket Mortgage was a golf course that I had to I had to trick myself and tell myself that I liked because it's, it just doesn't fit my style. <laughs> it doesn't fit my eye very well, and, and I had to trick myself into, into doing it. So, uh, you know, given that situation, I, I put myself in a good spot to make the cut there. And you know, at that course, making the cut, anything could happen. You could you could go shoot five or six under on the you know those two days on the weekend and find yourself right up there in the mix. Um, you know, the same was true last week. It's it's not a golf course that I'm going to sit there and say is my favorite style to play. But, you know, it's a ton of two irons, a lot of positioning and different things. And uh, and and I I played okay. I, I, I had a lot of mistakes on Sunday and a few on Saturday that cost me. Um, but, you know, made the cut and, and did a lot of things really well. So, you know, it's just... It, 
a lot of optimism. Yeah, I think that, you know, I don't know if you'd agree with this or not, but I really think that that final round at the 3M was a turning point for you in terms of it didn't go the way you wanted. And you could have gotten really mad, could have gotten really frustrated. I'm sure you were frustrated, but you carried yourself so well. And it was just almost like you were able to, to see the bigger picture, even in the moment of just a bad day. And, then, you know, we all have bad days. It just happens. But I feel like that was a that was a real turning point from a mental standpoint with your game. And, you know, one that's really, really, really paid dividends moving forward. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It, that, that last Sunday round was uh, it was very unfortunate. But at the same time, I, I did learn a lot of things. You know, a lot, I, I hadn't been in that position in a while. And so it was good to learn a few things again for the next time it happens. Yeah, which hopefully is uh, coming up really soon, which will, be, which will be exciting. I want to ask you just about the mindset of a golfer because we saw this week that Roy McIlroy um, said that after his loss at the Open where he had the lead going to the final round and Cam Smith chased him down and won, that he basically took two weeks off, didn't touch a club, didn't go to the gym, said he didn't even eat a vegetable and uh, just kind of took the time off. I want, I want you to talk a little bit about the mindset of a golfer that, that goes through disappointment and, you know, how long does it take to recover from something like that, to, to learn something? You, know, you had this, just kind of a, an experience like that at 3M. How long did it take you to really process and, and think through, okay, well, that happened. What would I do differently and, and bounce back? You obviously had to play the very next week. Um, he had time off, but that was an interesting admission from Roy that, man, losing the Open was a big deal, having a bad day which you didn't have a terrible day, just, just not a great day. You just got outplayed. Yeah. What's that like, you know, from a mentality standpoint to, uh, you know, to come to bounce back? What's that like? Yeah. Different players handle it differently. Uh, you know, he handled it the way that he thought was going to be best for him and, uh, that not the way I would have handled it. Um, if, if it, or I'd, you know, if I had the luxury of taking a month off, um, I would have probably taken about three or four days, five days off. And then, you know, gotten back into it a little bit, but, you know, he's, you know, he's so good. Uh, and I'm sure, I, and I've never been in that position yet, you know, where you're in a, in a contention in a major and, and you lose on Sunday at St. Andrews, you know, the history and everything there. So I kind can only imagine deal. how he was feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, was kind of, I can only imagine how he was, how he was feeling. So for him to, for him to be able to do that, uh, you know, have that luxury is, is nice. I only had three days before I had to, um, you know, I had to tee it back up again. So I, I did what I could to try to, you know, not really think about it. Uh, you know, just kind of focus on what I was doing with the golf course. And, and like I said, maybe be able to reflect on it later, but I had another job to do that week. Uh, you know, like I said, if I had the time, I would have probably taken, you know, four or five days off and just spend time with, wife and daughter and you know just enjoy being with them you know also his setback you know he still made what one point something million and i went from making three hundred thousand down to making what twenty thousand so it's right. a little different a little different <laughs> scenario with that too i know at his point money doesn't really matter that much to him it's it's the titles and it's the winning and stuff so you know a little different scenarios but you know, I'd be, be curious how he plays this week. You know, sometimes just coming in with a fresh mind and a fresh body, uh, even if you're not mechanically all the way sharp, you know, it's it sometimes it's better off. 
Yeah, I think just having maybe the the, the 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 sting a little bit, you know, like he wants to get back on top. You know, he's a competitor. He wants to wants to be back in the in the winter seat. So I'm sure that that's going to drive him a little bit as well. And sometimes that can be enough, even if the game's not quite as sharp, just to focus a little bit more on a putt or two here and there. And as you know, it's only you know one or two maybe strokes per round that make a difference between you know having a chance to win and being so far back in the pack or even missing the cut. You know, a hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. It, the importance of importance of even a half a shot around, you know, can make a yeah. make a difference. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of money, we should talk about that a little bit. The PJ Tour is a little different than the Corn Ferry Tour and what you've experienced. You know, you had mm-hmm. uh, we call it an average year probably on the PGA Tour, learning and just kind of figuring things out. You made you know seven cuts, missed sixteen, and you know so you know, not the year you were looking for in that regard, but still almost made $200,000. I know there's more travel involved and things like that, but it's got to be a, a different flavor when you're making a little bit more money for this, you know, for, for finishing maybe worse than you did last year on the corn ferry tour, making a little bit more money and starting to understand that playing to win, not playing to survive mentality. Talk a little bit about the difference when you're playing to win versus playing to, to, to feed your family. Yeah, it, 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 there is a, there's a balance there for sure. And, Honestly, I think, you know, it's kind of actually reverse where, you know, on Latin America tour, money's no good anyway. Like no matter what you, where you finish, even if you win that 30,000, <laughs> you know, that 30,000 is good. Don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, you've got to win two or three times to make anything really make much profit at all, especially for a family. Right. Um, you know, so that, that was just all about, all right, we got to win to get out of here. You got to win to go. Um, you know, corn fairy is like, well, you know, if you don't finish top 10, you're really not making a profit for that week. And, and so it was kind of like, you know, I wasn't really thinking about the money, you know? And then, and then now it's like PGA tour. I'm like, ah, okay. You know, now, now <laughs> like, you know, I made, I made a mistake and I promised myself I would not do it at all anymore. But uh, after the PGA West out of uh, the American express, I looked back because I, I, I missed like two easy up and downs on, 16 and 17 or something like that. And I went back and looked at what two shots would have done from 33rd to like 23rd. And it was six figures. Like it was, it was, a, like, it was like almost a hundred thousand dollars. And I was like, yep, never going to look back at that again, because that's just going to, you know, frustrate me and make me think about it. But yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it's nice that it's nice that when you on the PGA tour, you, you feel like you had a good week, you played well, yeah, you didn't win, but you're playing against the best guys in the world. You finished 30th, finished 35th, something like that. You had an okay week. Like you get compensated for it. You get you get paid very well for it, and and it's nice that you know, like like you said, I financially haven't had to worry about much this year. Everything's been been great, and um, you know we haven't changed any of our lifestyle, but it's it's just been nice to, like you said, to really not have to worry about it. Um, you know, uh, and I only had to worry about it seven times during the year, but it was uh, with making the cuts. But it was, <clears throat> but you're right. I get uh, having that financial security is a, a, a heck of a lot better on the PGA Tour. Do you think you play better when you're playing for money or when you're playing just to win? Like just looking back at your career, like th- does that like you know knowing I got to win to get out of here? Like you talked about, does that tend to drive you a little bit more, or does like hey I'd like to make an extra fifty grand this week? Uh, like where 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 do you lie in terms of what maybe pushes you the most? Well, I mean, and honestly, to be, to be, to be 100% honest, I didn't think too much about the money this year other than that couple times where I looked at, or that one time where I looked at what I could have made 
And then, uh, you know, I, I, after that, I kind of knew what it was going to be like. And so I'd, you know, I'd finish and I'd be like, dang, you know, a couple more birdies. That would have been really lucrative. That would have been nice or something like that. But, um, but there's, I think it'll get to the point when I'm on that, you know, if, when I'm on there again next year, hopefully, and, and everything goes well, that I'll pay attention a little bit more, especially on Saturday and Sunday. And I'm like, all right, well, we need to, you know, let's not make any more bogeys going in. If we can't make birdies, let's not make bogeys and doubles. So let's, let's at least stay 45th instead of moving down to 65th, you know, cause that's a 20 or $30,000 difference or, you know, something like that, or, all right, cool. I'm in 45th. Let, you know, you know, we're, we're not going to win this week. Uh, but I've got a couple holes. I could take some, I, you know, I, I can go after this pin and, and I can make a birdie. You know, it's, it's a couple of good wedge holes left. Like let's not lose focus and just kind of, you know, waltz our way in here with just, you know, hitting to 50 feet and making pars. Uh, let's, let's focus in and try to make a couple more birdies. And, uh, you know, and then, then all of a sudden you're, you know, there's another 50 to a hundred thousand in your pocket. So I think that'll be, you know, kind of a, a double edge where it's, where it's motivating. And then other times it'll be a little frustrating, but like you said, I, when the tour moved to points, I thought that was a, a brilliant decision on their part. And for Kelsey and I, like we like it too, because we don't have to talk about money. We talk about points and, and just knowing that every single birdie or every single par matters. And, and those are all the points and, and, and playing to win, you know, playing like, like you said, on the court ferry after the, after a one in the Bahamas and we had the whole COVID thing and all that. And I wasn't really, you know, locked into my tour car like I would have been and all that kind of stuff. It was like, I didn't care anything about the money. I didn't care about anything about, you know, what that meant. I was like, I got to go get points. I got to go, I got to go to get some top tens. And I got to, if I can win another one, that'd be, that'd be the third win. That'd be huge. Like we can, you know, let's knock this thing out. And that's, that's the goal. And I think you're right. I think I play better when I think about that. I just think about, I've got to play the best I can to try to win and, and not what comes with it. You know, what, what does it mean? Um, all the benefits and all those kind of things. Yeah. It, it's interesting mindset of kind of what really pushes somebody. And it's interesting to hear you say that. I want to talk a little bit about scoring average too, because you know, last year on the corn Ferry tour, your scoring average was 70.2. You finished, I think seventh or eighth on the, on the points list at the end of the year with your finish at the, at the, uh, the finale in Omaha. And then this year, your scoring average 71.6. What's the difference between the two years? That's a shot and a half. I know it doesn't sound like much, but you know, shot and a half over the course of a season, it is. What's been the biggest difference? Is it not knowing the courses? Is it tougher courses, harder pin locations, uh, pressure? What do you feel like has kind of contributed to that? Uh, I think it's yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> like I, it's it's all of it, man. You know, I, I was having a conversation on the range this morning with the guy about it. I said, you know, everything's just everything's just that much harder, and. Uh, you just have to be that much sharper. Um, you know, I made a ton and ton of careless, you know, careless mistakes. What do they call them in tennis? Like, uh, unforced errors. Unforced errors. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I made, I made 50 of those this year. Like it's just enough that makes me want to drive my head through a wall. You know, like it's just th those kind of things were on the court ferry. I figured, you know, I figured out the formula out there where, you know, if you're, unless you're playing bad, which I wasn't, I was playing good. Um, I didn't have to think about as many things. Uh, I, my, my goal was I'm not going to make double bogeys. I'm not going to, I'm not going to short side myself and give myself these impossible up and downs. I'm going to make life easy on myself. And when I have opportunities, I'm going to take advantage of them. And if I don't, I'll 
I'll finish 20th. If, if I, if I do take advantage of them, I'll be in contention. And then if I happen to make an Eagle on a par five or make a 30 foot putt or something like that, I'm probably going to win. And so that's, that was my mentality every single week. And if it, and if I got through that week and I missed the cut, I'd look at, okay, my wedges weren't very good. I didn't take advantage of any opportunities. My putting, I three putted three times. All right. So let's just scrap all that. And we're going to move on to the next week. And we, we just go right back to normal. You know, we're going to be fine. Well, PJ tour, I, you know, it's the newness of all of it. Like I, yeah, I don't know if the next week's golf course, if, if that golf course sets up for me, cause I've never seen it, you know, I, or, or I don't know if the next stretch of three or four, if, if it's something that, you know, I'm going to have to, I, I don't, I can't even mentally prep for the golf course. I don't even know what to look at. Um, you know, that kind of thing. And so it, it's, there's all that newness with it. And with my personality and the way, the way I, my, my brain works and all that is it, it, I've always been this way. It always takes me one or two times before I'm comfortable at anything I do. And, uh, and so given that situation, I feel like I did okay. Um, uh, yeah, I did better than I did the first, my first year out on the corn ferry. I made two cuts out of 17 events. Uh, so I, I feel like it was, it's, it's a little bit better, but you know, so all of that, yeah, it's kind of hard to believe that that's really, it's only a one shot difference in scoring average. That's, uh, cause it feels like personally, it feels like about an eight shot difference. Uh, to me. <laughs> I'm sure it can, but yeah, it's really, I mean, it wasn't that bad and you had some, some really great rounds in there. Um, and some great moments as well. When you look back on this season, you got three more events here, get back on the tour. You're going to focus on that. But after the season, are you going to look at statistics and say, okay, where do I need to get better? Are you going to sit down with your team and talk about mentality? Like what's the process from, for, you know, evaluating that moving into next, next year? Yeah, I think that's definitely, uh, that's a good question. Uh, looking at some of the, looking at some of the statistics will be good. Uh, it will look at those. I'll kind of look at, look at them through a lens of, you know, well, mentally I wasn't great. So, all these stats are going to be low. They're all going to be pretty bad. Um, but how can we, you know, how can we make sure next year we're sharp? Like what are the areas that we're really bad at? Like if the ones that we're really bad at, like we need to get better or, the, or more importantly than that, we can look at uh, because of the shot link and all that stuff, we can, you know, dig down into how many times, how many shots did I have from 150 to 180? You know, is that something? And what was my proximity? Or what were my misses off the tee? More left or more right? Like, you know, those kind of they, those kind of things to where we can kind of narrow those down physically and then kind of monitor where those go with the mentality as well. But I can tell you it's, you know, short games, short games gotta look gotta get a little bit more consistent because I can hit I hit some of the especially last week, I hit some of the best up and downs I've hit all year. Um, you know, and then in another time I think I'd a double chipped or whatever it's called where you leave it in the rough and then you have to chip again, you know? So uh, I got a little more consistent with that. Um, my putting started getting a lot better the last, uh, last month or so. So that, you know, that's something that I'll just continue to work on. But, um, I think gameplay looking at the golf courses, looking at, well, was that how, you know, did I play it the right way? Did I attack it the right way? Uh, those kind of things. I think that's, that's something we'll look at too. 
No, it's awesome. I, I'm kind of excited. I want to see some of that shot link data. That's pretty, pretty neat that you get that. And, um, you know, it'll be, it'll be exciting come, uh, you know, September after the corn Ferry tour finals, the tour championship is over, um, start assessing that and uh, talking about that on the podcast as well. And kind of getting your feedback on that. I know most of us out here, golf, uh, golf geeks, we're going to be pretty excited to see what that looks like and what, you know, what you're, you're doing to use that, uh, to get better. Man, I appreciate you being on the sure. show again today. It's always good to have you on and excited for you, man. Hope the practice goes well. And we look forward to uh, seeing you, you know, playing up in Boise next week in the first event on the Corn Ferry Tour Finals, man. Yeah, thanks, Trey. I appreciate it, man. Always good, man. Play well. Have fun. We'll talk soon. All right, thanks. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Full Send Podcast, an inside look at Jared Wolf's journey on the PGA Tour. If you enjoy this episode, be sure to give us a like and leave a comment. That will help others find us easier. And until next time, hit them long and hit them straight. We'll see you soon.